0: Support for Rivet comes from COSI. Don't let your curiosity go extinct. From towering dinosaurs to hidden ocean dwellers, COSI brings the fascinating and often mysterious world of science to life. Learn more at cosi.org.
1: In the middle of her sophomore year, -year 20-year-old Ashton Sullivan knew she was done with college for good.
2: I pulled the plug.
1: I dropped out of school. She notified Ohio State University and then braced herself for a difficult call. Ashton knew she had to tell her mom and dad and that it would be disappointing for them to hear. It was quite the scene when I
2: called home and said, hey guys, I dropped out of school. And my dad went, no, you don't drop out of college. You have the funding, why not do
1: it? Ashton's parents were blindsided by the news. Up until that point, she'd gone through the approved motions and was set to finish out the semester on scholarship. I
2: had been following my parents' plans for so long, I never disagreed with them. I thought these are reasonable and logical and there's no reason why I shouldn't.
1: But when she found herself following a plan that didn't give her any sense of purpose, she knew she had to get out.
2: I had a fire that was sparked in my gut and it was burning away. and while sitting in class, there wasn't anything I could do to put it out or to feed it or to do anything. It was just, I have to sit and I have to listen.
1: Ashton had her own plan. On Rivet, we explore different pathways to good jobs, ones that don't necessarily include a four-year college degree. Throughout this series, we've covered the value of community colleges, internships, apprenticeships, certificate programs, and career tech schools. But there's an entity we have left untouched. What I'm talking about are coding boot camps. The idea is that these camps pluck you from a dead-end career and train you for a modern job. It's around 14 weeks of work for an entirely new career. We hear about these boot camps on the radio and see them advertised online, and they're only growing in number. There are nine times as many coding boot camps now than there were in 2013, according to an agency that tracks these numbers. Ashton's plan was to attend a coding boot camp. More specifically, Tech Elevator. Full disclosure, Tech Elevator is an underwriter for our station, WOSU. Ashton's dad is a huge techie and the one who first turned her on to coding boot camps.
2: My father said, I know math is not your thing. I know tech is not your thing. But the way to think about development is to think of it as a field in the tech industry that requires creativity and imagination and communication between people. It's not just your head in a screen in a dark basement. And I went, this is an option that seems the most viable, and I'm not going to go back to spinning my wheels and doing what I was doing before.
1: Ashton's dad told her about the boot camp, seeing it as something she could do during the summer break then returned to school the following semester and finish out her four-year degree. Ashton, however, saw the boot camp not only as an opportunity to leave college and start working, but as an exciting challenge. Katie Detour is the campus director of Tech Elevator Columbus and is responsible for all its operations. She explains it's called a boot camp for a very good reason.
0: Although we're not making you do push-ups, what we like to say on our orientation day, um, we're going to be testing you in every other category from an intellectual standpoint and really throwing you into an all in immersive time intensive program for 14 weeks. So our students are not allowed to work. This is your, your full-time job and we call it your favorite hobby for 14 weeks. You're putting in um, between 40 to 70 hours a week and every single day is new material.
1: These are intensive courses that aren't for everyone. Ashton, in particular, remembered this warning when attending an information session.
2: The comment was, this is not just a summer hobby for mommy and daddy to throw money at.
1: And this is why most boot camps require students to be a little older. Ashton, at 20 years old, is an anomaly. Most individuals who enter the program are between the ages of 25 and 35. Again, Katie explains that they are looking for mature and curious candidates
0: most of our students have some type of formal education, a four-year degree or above. They've picked a path, a profession that they're either not feeling fulfilled in, they've already, you know, kind of plateaued, um, or they're just not feeling challenged, you know, and they want to make that transition. This isn't just a quick fix to being unhappy. The thing about technology is your skills become outdated every 18 months. So in order to be a successful programmer, you have to love to learn.
1: Ashton was both mature and curious. But before going further, we have to explain that Ashton didn't find her way to programming because she loved working on computers. She was never as interested in technology as her dad or brothers. And when she enrolled in a computer science class at Ohio State, it didn't go so well. So I took a Java
2: course, which was a disaster. I hated it. It was an entry-level course for anyone in the CSE program. So I was surrounded by people who had loved computers all of their lives or were only in the class because they had to be there even though they had already learned a programming language or two. But I just didn't click with any of the students or any of the subject material.
1: CSE stands for Computer Science and Engineering. Majoring in CSE at a university is another way to get into programming. It just didn't feel right for Ashton. What made Tech Elevator different was the environment. In a class of around 14 or so students, the setting is intimate. Tech Elevator sits in a building full of startup companies off of Kinnear Road. The setting is an exciting one, full of constant movement and bright classrooms with wall-to-wall whiteboards and countless computer screens.
2: It became a safe space for me, where it it was something that OSU had never been. It was an intimate community. The people understood me. They recognized me and could call me out by name. I felt comfortable enough to spend the entire night here one night working on our final project.
1: The other thing that motivated Ashton was the fact that by day two, they were coding. And Katie says this is an important part of the bootcamp model.
0: A 14-week program, they're actually getting 100 more hours on average of programming time than a four-year degree. And the reason for that is four-year degrees are focused much more on theory, not actual hands-on building and programming and building out a, a portfolio, versus our model, which is focused much more on coding and doing.
1: While both models have their perks and the demand for trained programmers is only growing, Katie says that only 50% of employed programmers have a college degree. In Central Ohio, universities can't keep up with the demand.
0: Central Ohio, there were over 10,000 developer positions last year in 2018, okay? And um, the two major universities pumping out graduates here in town, they're just hitting over 400 graduates a year, which is really a drop in the bucket compared to like what the community needs. Um, and and then to take into consideration that a number of the OSU computer science degree grads, like, they don't stay in Columbus. They're leaving.
1: Many computer science grads flock to the coasts, which is why coding boot camps are picking up the slack here in Columbus. Columbus has its own burgeoning tech scene. Companies like Cover My Meds and Root Insurance show that starting a billion-dollar business in Columbus is possible. In fact, a personal finance startup named Smart Asset called Columbus the best city for tech workers. The opportunity to work in the tech world is here, but at the top of everyone's mind is cost. Student debt, time invested. Truth be told, not even coding boot camps are cheap. Tech Elevator runs around $15,000 for a 14-week session. Competitor We Can Code It is a little under $14,000, which is a more average boot camp cost. Some models allow students to pay back the fee in installments after they secure a job. Others are trying to provide this opportunity free of cost to those who can't afford it. Even some four-year universities are incorporating this bootcamp model into the classroom. Community colleges like Columbus State offer computer science degrees, too, that can be earned in five semesters, with costs offset by internships. But Katie says in considering these different tech options, it's important to consider the time investment, too.
0: So time is money. And four years to acquire a skill that may or may not reap the outcome you're seeking versus 14 weeks plus three and a half years of career experience that has already catapulted you into a mid level, you know, realm of that career. You have to look at the full package.
1: Students coming into Tech Elevator average a salary of around $30,000 per year. After completing the boot camp, the average salary doubles to around $60,000 a year. With a 94% placement rate, the promise of a job after the 14 weeks is high. It was at least for Ashton, who thinks that the decision to pursue a different path was one of the best things she did. It propelled her life forward. I mean, if I was still at OSU now, I would
2: be a senior. I imagine I still wouldn't know what I would want to do. And I would have another five years ahead of me to stumble through and spin my wheels until I found something that maybe clicked. I would also be in a major amount of student debt. I was funding my own way through college and had through the first two and a half years gotten enough funding and scholarships um, and opportunities, been able to work part-time, one, maybe sometimes two jobs to fund my way through. But it was getting to the point where I would need to be taking out student loans. And it was such a kick in the gut. It was one of the reasons where it was like, I can't do this anymore.
1: Ashton found a job after finishing Tech Elevator. She says the program not only taught her to code, it also provided intensive training in interpersonal skills and interview tips. They set up a series of speed dating type interviews. She found a match with Drive Capital, a venture capital firm, and it turned out to be the perfect fit. I'm not a face in the crowd. I am
2: not one little developer at a tiny cubicle with my face in a screen. I am a member of the Drive Capital team and I get to participate in all of their activities.
1: Developers are a big part of these tech companies and the quote-unquote type of person expected to be a developer is changing too, Katie's noticed.
0: Gone are the days where the stereotype of developers are headphones, lights off, pizza sliding underneath the door, not talking to someone all day and just jamming out on the keyboard. No. Um, if that's the profession you're looking for, do not become a programmer because now it's all about collaboration, team meetings, taking critiques, giving critiques. It's It can be a little... Painful, you have to be able to grow and you have to be able to absorb new ways of doing things. So, um, this is a very communication driven field now when that may have not been the case, call it 10 years ago.
1: Ashton agrees. She doesn't see herself fitting into the computer programmer cliche.
2: But I'm not a computer, a stereotypical computer nerd. (laughs) I am a software developer in my mind, and that just means writing in another language that computers
1: speak. When Ashton talks about how hard it was to make this decision, she mentions one of her favorite authors, Brene Brown, a TED Talk star and inspirational scholar. In particular, Ashton is drawn to Brown's quote, you can choose courage or you can choose comfort. You cannot choose both. When she told her parents she was dropping out of school, she says she chose courage, taking a leap into the unknown.
2: The moment of eruption with my parents and saying, I did it, I dropped out, Until now, my relationship with my parents has grown astronomically because I made that choice and because I stood up through those hard moments and really put my foot down. They see me and I see me more as an individual and as an adult than I think either of us ever would have had I not done that. So the choice of courage has benefited me not just in a career and professionally, mentally and developmentally, but also socially and within a family structure that was already tight but is so much tighter now because I made the tough choice.
1: Rivet grapples with less conventional or known ways of getting to work, finding a path to a career doing the thing you like. Taking a route less traveled does take a certain amount of bravery and resilience, no matter what it is. For Ashton, making this particular decision signified a moment of growing up, of discovering herself, and becoming an adult. You've been listening to Rivet, a podcast series that matches people and skills to in-demand jobs. Rivet is produced by WOSU Public Media as part of American Graduate Getting to Work a national initiative supported by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. We want to hear your story. Visit us at wosu.org americangraduate American Graduate or email us at rivet at wosu.org. Rivet is written and produced by me, Leticia Wiggins, and edited by Michael DeBonis. Thanks for listening. Now get back to work. StoryCorps shares unscripted conversations between two people about important things in life. Love, loss, family, friendship. StoryCorps partnered with WOSU Public Media to record and share the stories of our city. Recorded here, StoryCorps Columbus preserves pieces of our shared history for future generations. Subscribe to the StoryCorps Columbus podcast now at WOSU.org StoryCorps on the WOSU mobile app or wherever you get your podcasts.